Hello, Cryptonauts. Today, we are recording for January 16th, 2021. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as the crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat Id, which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats. Starting off with Bitcoin, settling at $49,293.95 with a 4.7% gain. Second place, Ethereum, settling at $1,815.21 with a 5.2% gain. Third place, Tether, settling at $1.02 with a 0.2% loss. Fourth place, Cardano, wow. Cardano settling at 87 cents with a 9.6% gain. Fifth place, Polkadot. Uh, Settling at $28.88 with a 14.1% gain. Sixth place, XRP. Settling at $0.57 with a 4.7% gain. Seventh place, Binance Coin. Settling at $130.46 with a 3.3% gain. Eighth place, Litecoin. Settling at $216.61 with a 9.3% gain. And ninth place, Bitcoin Cash. Settling at $729.46 with a 10% gain. And 10th place, Chainlink. Settling at $32.72 with a 6.4% gain. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall total market cap is at $1.534 trillion, up by 6.6%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder. We are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news, as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. First news coming in from Jeff Benson. Complete internet shutdown wipes out Uganda Bitcoin trading. In the run-up to Thursday's elections, Uganda President Yoari Musinu, Mus, Museveni, who has been in power since 1986 coup was seemingly pulling out all the stops to win a sixth term. Police had arrested and harassed his main opponent, pop star turned politician Bobby Wine. They had used COVID protocols as a pretext to shut down opposition events, and then government agencies turned off access to social media apps such as Facebook, Twitter, and WhatsApp. But as Uganda's got around to social media restrictions by way of virtual private networks, on January 13th, the Uganda Communications Commission pulled the plug on the entire, entire internet indefinitely, mandating that internet service providers suspend the operation of international gateways. Hmm. Interesting. Expat Kyle Spence, the head of the Uganda Internet Exchange Point, a nonprofit aimed at improving the country's internet connectivity, wrote that Uganda was cut off from the world. Domestic internet traffic dropped by 95% in one day. Only a few networks still have a pulse, he wrote. Most have flatlined, said one anonymous source on January 12th, when only when only social media sites had been targeted in Uganda, the shutdown is simply to avoid the flow of information from the public at a time when we need full transparency and opening and open reporting. 
<clears throat> As a side effect, according to analytics site Useful Tollips, there's been no report reported Bitcoin trading activity on peer-to-peer -peer exchanges, local Bitcoins, or Paxful within Uganda since January 14th. A visit by Decrypt to Paxful's Uganda Shilling UGX site found sell offers from Ugandans, Nigerians, and Kenyans, but no Ugandans. UGX traders on local Bitcoins hails from neighboring countries Rwanda, Tanzania, and the Democratic Republic of Congo. To be sure, the Uganda market is small. The P2P markets register somewhere between $5,000 to $15,000 in trading per day. It's so small, in fact, the Binance closed their local sites citing low trade volumes, pointed out that the anonymous source that was in November 2020. <clears throat> but the lack of activity is worrisome nonetheless. Bitcoin has some soft spots in countries with authoritarian leading governments and monopolies. MTN Uganda, a telecom company be, uh, beholden to the blackout, controls 60% of the country's mobile phones market. It plays a fundamental role in providing access to the internet via smartphones and USB devices, and it runs Mobile Money, a mobile-based payment system that many use to send remittances, uh, pay, pay school fees, and yes, buy censorship-resistant Bitcoin. <clears throat> Ugandas, however, are are used to being cut off and, and ad, adapt at creating workarounds. In 2018, the government be began taxing visits to social media uh, apps and mobile phones as a way to prevent gossip. The blocking of social media sites earlier this week was a logical next step. That means that meant opposition groups were ready for dirty tricks. Hillary, innocent Taylor. Uh, Seguya and Bobby Wine supporter who drew international attention by suing President Museveni for blocking him on Twitter told Decrypt, quote, We had encouraged many to install VPNs, but, uh, no, <clears throat> VPNs Musenevi does not want Uganda's uh, opposing his misrule to communicate about this Thursday's election ir irregularities and elect illegalities but we are luckily lucky to have the alternative of vpn today the internet shutoff makes that moot however and while blockchains can still run even if the internet on ramps go down using everything from satellites to mesh networks why do some governments choose to make their citizens work so hard to share information and money control my friend it's all about the control <clears throat> next news written by tim haki Chainlink hits all-time high as altcoin beat Bitcoin's stagnancy. Stagnancy? Stagnancy. As Bitcoin continues its daily rollback down a gentle gradient of about 1% in the past day, other small coins are on their wide ride to the top. <clears throat> coins such as Ave and Tezos increased by almost 20%. Other notable games were made by Uniswap's Uni and Cardano's ADA, which both jumped approximately 10% overnight. The star of today's price grab was Chainlink. Yesterday, the price of the coin, which powered Chainlink's decentralized oracles network, hit an all-time high of $21.19. Then Link Marines, its militant fan, fan club, were surely ablaze with pride when the coin continued to surge, setting a new all-time high of $21.90, up 20% in the past 24 hours. Okay, well, this is this is all old news. We're done with that. Next news, written by uh, Decrypt Staff. Number of Bitcoin whales hit all-time high as market bounces back. Uh, whales, ho! The number of Bitcoin addresses holding at least 1,000 Bitcoin is now 2,425. 
Uh, according to blockchain data provide provider Glassnode, it's another all-time high for metrics, which continues to set new records each day. This means that the that there are more whales than ever surfacing from the Brini deaths. Whales are inventors. No correction. <laughs> Whales are investors with large amounts of Bitcoin, so calls for the power to influence the market. If whales dumped all of their Bitcoin at once, they could crash the market. But that big spender are doubling down on their Bitcoin holdings, suggests that they think that the price will increase. This is why the crypto community rallies around proliferate institutional investors and influencers such as Maddie Michael Taylor, who went on land moonlighting as the CEO of US business intelligence firm of MicroStrategy, Salty. Anthony Scaramucci, co-founder of Skybridge Capital and Mass Mutual, a limpet that controls billions of dollars. Combined, these large institutions buy up so much Bitcoin that they increase demand for the coin. So strong is the mythos around whales that they are even Bitcoin sea shanties cobbled together by the most seasoned sailors, lost souls so lured by sirens that they can no longer distinguish between sleep and awaken life, <laughs> tweeted tweeted uh, Niraj Agrawal. And while wells proliferate, the price of Bitcoin remains somewhat rocky. The asset soared to over 41000 earlier this month before crashing against the shores, losing about 20% of its value overnight. According to Glassnode, some whales at least remained undeterred while Bitcoin sank to the seafloor. Few whales sold off their holdings, and as Bitcoin bounced back, the number of Bitcoin whales continued to rise, increasing from about 2,370 to its current all-time high of 2,425. Alright. Ethereum whales rise. Meanwhile, the number of addresses holding at least 1,000 ETH is steadily falling. It was 6,985 last night, down from 7,007 the day before. This too appears uncorrelated to price. Ethereum sits at $1,224, up 2% in the past 24 hours. Ethereum's price has grown significantly since the start of the year and continues to approach its all-time high of $1,438. Okay, that's it. It literally just ends there. Ah, oh well. Next, news written by Tim Haki. IMF gives global governance a clear message. Spend. Spend as much as you can and then spend a bit more, was the message given last night by the International Monetary Fund... Funds Managing Director Chris Chrysalina George Georgieva at Russia's annual Gradar Gradar Economic Forum. One of the central topics at the forum, as with everywhere else, was the effects of the pandemic on ec- uh, econo- uh, economies worldwide. Georgieva praised Russia for its COVID-19 response, chalking the country's quick recovery up to quantitative easing, measuring by its central bank, and to the $54.3 billion stimulus package from the Kremlin. Speaking to the rest of the world, Georgievia said, In terms of policies for right now, very unusual for the IMF starting in March, I would go out and I would say, please spend. It is a sage advice for the global economy calibrated by fiat money. Though consumers could take the biggest hit, inflation is likely to go up as more money, as more printed money drives demand for goods and services higher. Many investors think that cryptocurrencies offer a hedge against inflation. The theory goes that printing more money devalues fiat currencies, as seen in the Fed's pandemic response last year, when a massive printing dollar printing of dollars brought the price of American currency down. <clears throat> 
Unlike fiat money, some cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin have their supply determined algorithmically, meaning they remain outside of the market fluctuation of fiat currencies like the sterling and the dollar. Crypto enjoyed a spotlight throughout 2020 with market, market leader, leader Bitcoin quickly recovering from the mid-March market crash before picking up the pace to flip its price from 4 to 5 digits on 27th of July. It gradually jogged all, on all summer before breaking out into the historic bull run in the last quarter of the year when prices more than trembled from $10,500 on October 3rd of $233,000 by the second day of 2020, continuing on to its highs of just over $41,000. With governments across the world focusing their attention on rolling out vaccines and stimulating their economies, it will be interesting to see how crypto economies will react. And Cryptonauts, that is it. We are done. That was a quick one. That was actually a lot faster than I thought. So so with that said, actually what I'm going to do is go ahead and plug in all the thank yous to all the Cryptonauts around the world listening. So here we go. Let me see if I can load up this page here. Uh, let's see, dashboard. Okay, so here we go. United States, thank you. United Kingdom, thank you. Australia, thank you. Canada, thank you. Ireland, thank you. Finland, thank you. Singapore, thank you. Spain, thank you. Puerto Rico, thank you. Mexico, thank you. Germany, thank you. India, thank you. Brazil, thank you. France, thank you. Austria, thank you. Netherlands, Thank you. Portugal. Thank you. Argentina. Thank you. Denmark. Thank you. South Africa. Thank you. Sweden. Thank you. New Zealand. Thank you. Indonesia. Thank you. Philippines. Thank you. South Korea. Thank you. Norway. Thank you. Hungary. Thank you. Jamaica. Thank you. Italy. Thank you. Belgium. Thank you. Turkey. Thank you. Chile. Thank you. Switzerland. Thank you. Romania. Thank you. Thailand. Thank you. Poland. Thank you. Hong Kong. Thank you. Malaysia. Thank you. Japan. Thank you. Israel. Thank you. Taiwan. Thank you. Luxembourg. Thank you. Malta. Thank you. Peru. Thank you. Ukraine. Thank you. United Arab Emirates. Thank you. Vietnam, thank you. Dominican Republic, thank you. Bulgaria, thank you. Costa Rica, thank you. Albania, thank you. Iran, thank you. Latvia, thank you. Iceland, thank you. Panama, thank you. Cyprus, thank you. Greece, thank you. Nigeria, thank you. Lithuania, thank you. Oman, thank you. El Salvador, thank you. Republic of Lithuania, thank you. Slovakia, thank you. And Czech Republic, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all the cryptonauts all around the globe for listening to this podcast. I greatly appreciate it, and I hope to see you on the next one. Stack sets and huddle. Adios. Mm-hmm.